Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. It is episode 99, and we are here yet again after our hiatus of two weeks. We're finally back to talk all things Las Aguilas de la America. It's your boy, Ivan, alongside with none other than New York's own Christian Rosendo, who, by the way, just turned 21. Happy birthday to Christian. How are you, my good friend? Hungover? No, I'm joking. Uh, I'm good. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you for the for the birthday wish. But it's been a long two weeks, and I'm just ready and excited to talk about America because we are yet again in another final. Yes, that is right. And for those of you asking, where is our beloved cowboy? Well, if you have not noticed his Twitter account, he is right now a little bit busy doing big things out there with his job. So he's a little bit preoccupied. But if he has an opportunity to hop on today, he will do so. I know he really wanted to be on this podcast, really wanted to talk and hype up the um, the the cloud, not the uh, I can't finish my sentence. The final between <laughs> Club America and Monterrey. And uh, talking about home, America does get to wrap up this final in the Estadio Azteca in the second leg as well. We'll talk about how important that is, and uh, we'll just get all of your guys is uh, all you guys is ready for what is to be hopefully a really good and entertaining final, not just Thursdays but Sundays legs as well. And but before we do so, we have to talk about the heart stopping and almost heartbreaking semifinal that was America versus Morelia, a game that looked to be uh, a little bit out of reach yet again for America after losing in the first leg the way they did, and then. And the, the, you know, again, having to mount, climb another mountain in, at home against Morelia in a game in which we had plenty of controversial uh, decisions. We have plenty of uh, good goals. Some of them disallowed. Some of them stayed on the score sheet. Uh, but Christian, I know it's been a while. I know it's been uh, a long two weeks. But can you tell me exactly how is it that you feel coming into this final after the Morelia game? Um, I feel very confident. I think that the players just have this mindset and this mentality of never giving up and knowing who they play for. Uh, I think that's a very, very good thing to have, especially in a final, to know that you know, no matter what the circumstances or what the situation is, that you'll you'll never stop giving your a hundred. You know, you could be down, but you're never out. And in the final against a team of this caliber like Monterrey is, you're going to need that from every single one of these players. And the fact that we do just fill me with confidence, and I think that we can actually win this final. No, yeah, definitely. We have plenty and plenty and plenty of uh, arsenal and manpower going into this. Uh, plenty of talent and plenty of resilience as these players have been able to showcase those. But do we have what it takes to win a result or take a result home, not even win a game, but take a result back to the Stadio Azteca and be able to manage the game from there and win it comfortably without having to hold our breath up to the 90th minute? I think we do, but it's just up to the players, you know. I think that we we had a chance to do it in the in the in the first in the quarterfinal against Tigres, but we failed. I think we had a good chance to do it in Morelia again, but we failed again. So, but we'll talk about this more later when we preview Monterrey. But you know, if we're gonna win this championship, I really think it's very essential to get a result in Monterrey and not try to climb this mountain that we have for the past two matches uh, matchups. No, yeah, most definitely, most definitely. We'll talk about all things uh, America versus Monterrey in just a little bit, but let's go in and let's dive deep into what was the semifinal between America and Morelia, a game in which we already mentioned had a lot of drama, had a lot of last-minute nerves, uh, but maybe shouldn't have been. Uh, unfortunately, America ended up making it that because of the way that they finished the first leg. And let's talk about that first leg because America did start off that game quite well, and it just seemed that something switched off, and Morelia definitely uh, had the had the game in, in the bag. Um, you know, what do you think went wrong for America in, in that first leg? Um, I think we just have have to all up to the red card. I think I think you said it perfectly. I think we were playing actually quite well. Uh, for my for my liking, uh, we we were we were pressing. We were we were all up in their in their area of the of the field. We were we were taking shots, making passes. You know, we were actually playing well. Um, and, you know, I think that's how we want to start off the game. Unfortunately, though, things got a little bit nicky-picky here, and Jorge Sanchez gets uh, gets one ridiculous foul, and it gets carded, and then makes another dumb play, and he, he he's seen the red. Um, well, the double yellow that turns into the red. Um, but um, 
I think from there it just it kind of went downhill. You know, you had to make you had to take out Ibargüen to put in Vargas, and you know, already being down one nil at the time of the red card just kind of made things a lot um, a lot more difficult for us. And um, I think we were we were holding on well, but what Morelia did well, I think, was their counterattack was impeccable this game. Um, they really knew how to defend our set pieces, and from there go on to implement their game plan which was the counterattack, and in one of those actually resulted into a goal so I think they played this game very well and kind of just really capitalized on our on our mistakes and our errors that we had throughout the game uh no yeah no yeah um I, it's something I really want to talk about in regards to this uh red card was um kind of the lack of indiscipline that George Sanchez had um, mm-hmm. This is a player that we praised a lot, you know, in the closing stages of the season. A player who had a lot of confidence built up after his national team call up, and uh, it 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 really was a bit stunning. It was a bit shocking to see him kind of be so reckless, um, especially in that last, the you know, the second challenge in which he does end up getting that yellow card, that second yellow card. You would imagine someone uh-huh. with a little bit more experience, someone with a little bit more of a uh, uh, of a better mentality of of the situation that they would have just said, okay, I'm gonna let the man run i'm gonna let the man go i have cover i have people in the back mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah also you know i think oh sorry to cut you off but i think it might have been a lack of communication too from the other uh, player that was coming in i think that was aguilera if i'm not mistaken um but um you know they probably should have communicated a little bit better but nonetheless though it was a there was a silly tackle one that should have never been made <clears throat> and that just it's all oh, it's on him you know he's the one that made the play and you know the the, the responsibility has to fall on him no, yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, Aguilera did not have the best of games in this one either. Um, and it, right. it, it felt like sometimes we were playing down, you know, nine men because of how terrible the situation was in the defense. Um, how did you feel that Piojo coped with the with with the red card, though? Do you think he he made the right call, or or do you think there was a better way to handle the situation? Um, I think I think he made the right call. I mean, there's really not many much, many options you can do at that moment when your your left back gets gets taken out. I mean, Vargas obviously seemed like the natural choice. Um, to take out Ibarguendo, um, I can see why he did it. Um, I would have probably preferred, you know, probably Giovanni dos Santos to come off. I think Ibarguendo provides a little bit more offensive flair to your to your game. Um, and I just would have preferred to see that, but I knew it was either going to be Ibarguen or, or Giovanni, and it just happened to be uh, Ibarguen. But I think that's the best way he could have probably coped with that situation, honestly. Yeah, uh, a lot of people wanted Gio out. A lot of people wanted Gio to be the first one to be out. Um, I, I mean, like you said, I, I think there's a strong uh, there's a strong case for both of these players, right? Uh, yeah. But you're right. I, I, that was the correct call to make. I think. Um, and we'll talk about this too because with Sanchez out, it's uh, it was interesting to see how he was going to deal with um, with no Jorge Sanchez in the second leg, and he ended up putting Cordoba yeah. in that position, which was mm-hmm. quite peculiar, but it ended up working for him <laughs> tremendously. Yes, um, right. But yeah, I, I mean Morelia then you know goes off and, and you know they have themselves a goal, um, which by the way is is, is a mistake. From the defense, Vinas. from a mistake from Vinas, Vinas a mistake from Memo, uh, is a mistake from everywhere, all all around. It, it's a it's a it's a goal that is definitely should be blamed as a team mistake. Yeah, that was definitely yeah, mm-hmm. you know, hundred percent. And uh, it is unfortunately unfortunate that it uh, it happens, but uh, you would imagine. Okay, you're down a goal. Let's see what you guys have capable of responding. You're down a man too, so it's 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 this is these are the moments where you show and prove yourself that you're an America player. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, I think after the two nil, I think we 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 still played. Not I'm not gonna say we played great, but we still didn't play like that bad. I still thought that we had something in us to get at least a goal because an away would have would have made things a lot more easier uh, in the return leg. Um, but. Which it just didn't happen, you know. You saw a couple, couple subs. You you brought on Roger Martinez, who really didn't have that ma- that much of an impact. You took out Henry Martin, who really wasn't having that 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 the best of games. Um, you take out Giovanni finally, and you know I honestly think he didn't do really anything that game. You bring on Cordova, who did a little bit, but kind of got you know shut off towards towards the end of the match. So that was also a failed sub. Um, 
So yeah, just things after that second goal just didn't go our way. And even after they had um, their red card of their own, uh, even 10 on 10, a little bit more even playing field, I still didn't think that you know we were down. I still thought we were the better team. Uh, but unfortunately, we just didn't have it in us uh, that night to, to get a goal. Yeah, no, and then and, and Momento was actually building in our favor um, when Morelia's second goal comes in, really. Right. It's, it's mm-hmm. we're pressuring, we're, we're doing, you know, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, trying to find that goal. Mind you, we had chances as well. It's just we weren't concrete. Sure, they weren't, you know, that great, and there weren't that many, but, again, it's something that we talked about is this team needs to be a little bit more resilient in front of goal. But whenever they did find themselves in those situations, there's a bit of a panic mode. This is a sense of what do we do? How do we get this right? Um, which kind of was what happened in how Morelia was able to break away and get that second goal is because Henry Martin isn't caught in, in the mind of, okay, am I going to shoot? Okay, there's not enough. Which pass do I give? Do I give one, you know, this way, that way? He ends up giving a short pass that is then, you know, taken away by the Morelia player easily. Then they break through. They run at it, you know, with one defender only being there. And then, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's a fabulous goal, by the way, because, you know, the the, the Ford had the audacity to chip Ochoa. And then Aguilera, I would imagine, maybe could have had a chance to take it out. I don't know. I think he stumbled with his own feet. Um, yeah. And and then, of course, the ball goes in the back of the net. It's 2-0. And I think at that point, everyone's starting to just look at themselves and think, okay, what's going on? What's going on? Did we just do that big game against Tigres for nothing? Yeah, no, I think that was going through the minds of every Americanista when that that goal happened. Um, everyone just looking at each other like, seriously, like what just happened? Like something just hit them out of nowhere. And I think that's just speaks to the fact that I think every Americanista and uh, you know people people are gonna say that they didn't, but they really under underestimated this team just because their name is Morelia and not. Tigres or not, you know, any anyone else. Um, they see Morel and they thought, okay, it should be an easier game than Tigres. But even I said that it was probably going to be as complicated or even more complicated than Tigres because we kind of know Tigres. You know, we play them so many times that we kind of just know how they play. Um, with this team, it was a little bit different because they just had this this kind of secret sauce that guide um, that guide them through to the semifinal. Um so it, it was it was very interesting for us to play them, and we we saw that throughout the series. Well, honestly, throughout this match, that they just they just were different, and they were they were so concrete with everything they did. Um, it was surprising to see, you know, we saw this this Morelia we saw for maybe ten minutes of the second leg, and after that they would just disappear completely. Uh, but but for this game specifically, though, they really nailed the head on everything. Yep, and then of course match ends. America still doesn't get a goal. You think 2-0. What does America need to do? They need to win by two goals, and they need to make sure that they don't concede. What is the one thing that this yes. team does so much, so frequently? And that is let in goals. Let in yes. goals. And there's one thing that we talked about that was so crucial in these games was clean sheets, clean sheets, clean sheets. And something that we are talking about mm-hmm. prior to the playoffs as well was clean sheets, clean sheets, clean sheets, because we knew and we had an understanding that having a tight defense was going to secure you an option going into the next round. And we actually did get a clean sheet against the Tigres game, right? No, no, excuse no. me, we did not get a clean sheet. It looked like we were going to get a clean sheet, but then, of course, towards the second half, you know, once we had that three-goal cushion, again, you let it slip, and, and, and you cause yourself, you know, your own problems. Again, in this situation, mm-hmm. you knew that you had to get a clean sheet. And coming into this game at the Estadio Seca, a lot of nerves were going on, a lot of tension was going on in between the fans, the players, the staff, Everyone was kind of ready to point fingers if things went south. But you have to give it to Piojo. Credit to him for putting out the roster that he did. Credit to the players for going out and playing the game that they did. Um, really tremendous. Tremendous performance. Um, they they get the win. Nearly. Just barely. And uh, they see Morelia go home. America advances into the next round. What changed in that second leg match for you, Christian, that you really, really nailed it to you that, okay, this is the America side that needs to go out? I think it was a culmination of everything. I think it was just, there. there's obviously a lot of factors that go into trying to make a comeback, like the one that we did on uh, a few Sundays ago. Um, one, I think I think the players were were determined to to go out and, you know, make a statement that, 
that you know that the America that they saw in the previous leg was oh the previous match was not the America that you know made a comeback against Tigres. So I think they kind of had that drilled into their heads. Um, they knew who they were playing for. They knew the institution they were representing when they stepped on that field on on that Sunday night. Um, they knew that they had to you know really hold hold this name high over their heads and prove to the whole world that you know it wasn't just a fluke that they beat Tigres. I think number three the the atmosphere. A sold-out crowd in a semifinal match against Morelia was everything. I think they really fed off that atmosphere and that energy that was just created in that stadium was immense. I really wish I could have been there. I know you definitely wish you would have could have been there just to feel just the energy and the syn- the synergy of that stadium and you know just the culmination of everything. Um, and honestly, I think that was a pre- a pretty big part because I think Morelia kind of was a little bit intimidated after the Renato Ibarra goal. I think you kind of see him just play way too safe because let's remember they just needed one they could have they could have allowed they could have allowed three we they, they just needed one we wouldn't need to make four that's all they needed they yeah. needed just one goal and this series was most likely over but they just they didn't have it in them i told you they played great 10 minutes after that they, they were done they were they, they were non-existent for the whole match and it's just uh just uh the true i guess potential of this squad when when they have the right mentality and uh, the right mentality just set on a goal and you know they just played for each other played for the team played for the fans and that just honestly lifted them lifted everybody up um i think a key player i want to mention is Renato Ibarra because even after he scored he had to come off due to an injury he wasn't even 100 percent, and he said listen i'll go out there i'll play as much as i can i'll give what i give he gave us a goal and then he left like a true champ with an injury um but um you just saw his presence on the field just change everything um, honestly, this was a night where everything had to go our way, and honestly, it did. It definitely, definitely did. E, um, well, I had a whole bunch of things to say to in regards to what you were saying, but now mm-hmm. I'm only thinking, okay, the last thing. But, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, by the way, Renato Ibarra, full health, uh, trained today. Oh, yes. In front of, uh, what mm-hmm. was it, almost 40,000 fans. He looks almost, like almost he, looks, he looks to be uh, 100% ready to go for Thursday. Uh, so does Ibar win, by the way. Uh, but yes, uh, everything that needed to go right went right for America. Even the calls, the right referee calls went the right oh, way. Oh, yes. Um, oh, dude, stop. A lot, of controversials, so a lot of controversials between what was going on in the VAR, this uh, this this Ligia. But uh, the right call was made. Um, not only for the Morelia disallowed goal, but for the America disallowed goals as well. So, um, yes, actually, hands uh, a, a round of applause and, and credit to the referees who actually did a good job, and, and no real controversial came out of it, in in a sense, in regards to those goals. Um, but like you mentioned, everything that needed to go right went right. Renato Ibarra, so vital to this America side. And how many times have we praised him for being the player that we know he can be? And this is one of these things that, just like Ibarra, when on his days, you know he can do everything and even more. So, you know, there's a reason why he was in Europe. There's a reason why people wanted him over there. You know, he's got the power. He's got the potential. He's, he's got the stamina. He's got the speed. Everything that culminates into a right winger, he has it. And he can produce it immensely. You know? And it's just... How do we get the best out of him in every single game, especially in these finals where you need him to be the most vital player for your attack? No, 100%. Um, I think another player we need to highlight is Vinas. My man scored again the game-winning goal. The goal that sent us to the final was scored by a player who previously had retired a few years ago and then came back. The story about this guy is just touching to to me and touching to the whole America fan base that you know a player of you know with his story is doing things doing the things that he's doing right now. It, it's li- literally a fairy tale to him, uh, and it's just it's just crazy to see how this player just came out of nowhere. Questions being asked: Why did we why did we pick him up? There were so many better options than him. Why him? I think we're now seeing the result of why him. Why we why this detective picked him to be on this team. Oh, yeah, definitely. And by the way, he's still only 62 rated in FIFA. Come on, EA. Bring him up. Bring him. He deserves He deserves at least a 70. At least a 70. And that's just, uh, 75 is probably correct. But mm-hmm. just, I'm just kidding. That's a bit maybe too generous for a player who's only had a couple of months here. But he has showed plenty and plenty of potential within the couple of months that he's been here. Uh, like you mentioned, 
Christian. There's a reason why we went for him. And here's my question to you is, because this is a question that every Americanista is asking themselves, and a lot of people are going to be asking Pio Jorera if things go well for America in this uh, final, is whether or not is Vina going to stay on a permanent basis? Correct, because we have to remember the we have to remind the fan base that he is he he is here on the loan, um. But America does have the first say if they would like to purchase the player. Um, I think I've seen reports already, and I think I talked to someone who is um who's very confident that the board is now looking into making this uh, a permanent signing for America. Um, is it the right one? From what I've seen so far, it's definitely the right one. Um, I think it's a it's a it's a gamble that we can we can take, and you know this is a player that's very determined. He knows where he's at, and he knows what he has to do in order to become the next step uh, the next step player. So if America wants to go through with this, I am one hundred percent for it. Yeah, yeah. This is this looks like it could be a great great addition to the team if it is going to be on a permanent basis. He has a lot still to showcase in oh, 100%. one last mm-hmm. game, uh, one last two game series. And it's going to be in this final against Monterrey. He has everything to write his name in history as potentially, uh, you know, one of the biggest players in America history. If he's able to culminate uh, every, uh, you know, he's able to culminate this 14th title for America. He can go down in history in just with just months. a few months into um, into being it's in literally the institution. Insane. No, yeah, it's insane. it's insane. It's insane. But it's exactly what every what every fan, whatever player dreams of, right? Uh, oh, of a, course. A player that just maybe isn't known but comes into your team absolutely breaks it and becomes this world star superstar you know so i'm saying because when we were previewing the season we would have never ever 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 guessed that some kid from uruguay was gonna come in here and take us to the final it just we just, it never would have happened never <laughs> never at all like you said but uh <coughs> Yeah, it's it's great to see Vinas. Uh, like you said, someone that we definitely need to highlight uh, because he's not only done this against Morelia, he's done this against Tigres, and he's done this in big games where he's had to come off the bench or where yeah. he's had to start. He's mm-hmm. he's shown case that he knows how to play and he knows how to play for the team. You that's know? what I'm and saying. That's I think that's part. a very good. Mm-hmm, that's a very huge trait of him. He he plays for the team. Yes, there might be games when he was starting where he was on the bench. He had his chance to start and you know maybe didn't do so well. He sent it back to the bench, but he worked hard, trained hard. And now he's here, and now I have him starting for the final. But I'll get to my lineup, and uh, in, in in a short few segments. But uh, but yes, love this player, and I hope he continues to score more goals for us because we needed to. Yeah, we definitely need goals in this game against Morelia. <laughs> but I mean Monterrey, uh, and we needed goals against Morelia, in which we did so. Um, by the way, funny mm-hmm. enough, um, there was a lot of tension, of course, about this game, and you know, ready for kickoff and everything to go. I wasn't able to start watching the match until. About up to the uh, 20th, 23rd minute of the match is when I started actually watching the game. Uh, funny Next. story, uh, I was uh, I was going to watch the game uh, with uh, one of my best friends and and, uh, and his cousin, which is another one of my best friends. And we, we, we went down to his house. Uh, his family's big Morelia fans. I was going to be the only Americanista there, which is kind of crazy. But um, we went and turns out <laughs> they didn't have cable. So they thought oh. they thought that it was gonna be on like regular Nibisión, which I thought too, right? Uh-huh. Because you know, it's, it's it's a big game, but um, no, it was only gonna be on to the end. So we did everything to try to get it uh, onto the TV. They put it on YouTube. We were watching it sideways for a little bit for some time. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. It's terrible, completely terrible. Until uh, we just called this this local. Uh, Pizza Sport Bar. We asked them if they were showing the game. They said yes. So we just all migrated over there and started watching the game from there. But uh, yeah, uh, it was it was it was a very intense game. Um, I don't think me and my friend ever stopped watching the game. For, I don't even think we ate until the game was over. <laughs> yeah, no, that happens when the game like this is uh, is being played. It's it's very hard to concentrate on your food, honestly. Um, but um, but yeah, this game was definitely one for the memories. Um, the one for the history books. Um, but after all of it, uh, all of this, we're we're back in another final, which back I think the most important final. part. Yes, and right before we sp- talk about that final, I do want to ask you one thing, Christian. And uh, I'd like to open the question to anyone who's listening to this right now, and I'd, I'd love to hear you guys' response. But what did you go through? How did your heart? How low did your heart sink when Morelia scored that goal? Dude, I looked at my dad, and we were just like. Wow, we just did all that for nothing. But then we looked back, and then we saw like 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 people talking. We were like, oh, "There might this might be a, this might be um 
we might get the call. We might get the offside call. And then um, we watched one replay, and my dad just jumped up. Offside. It's offside. It's offside. It's offside. So I was like, stop. Because I just sat still. Because I didn't want to get too hyped. Because if I got too hyped and it wasn't offside, I was going to be very, very, very disappointed. I, so I just stayed still. And, I was, and then when they saw the official call being offside, Huge one of those came right? out. One of those came out. Oh, um, my God. And, um, and then, yeah, then I left, and I just kept watching the last 20 minutes, and I think I lost, like, 10 years of my life. But I guess it'll, it'll be all worth it if we, we lift that 14 uh, this Sunday. So, so yeah, it was a very, very dramatic moment. Um, but it went in our favor, though, so I guess that's all I can ask for. <laughs> no, yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, when that goal went in, obviously, they all started cheering celebrating, and I just thought to myself, wow, you know. Yeah, this is, is this is really happening. This is really, and I was already thinking, okay, that is what it, it is, right? It, I uh, was like, damn it, here we go. It uh, kind of hurt seeing all the Morelia players celebrating too. I was just like, ah, yeah, yikes. like this, like this is really it. about they to happen. And I looked yeah, at the they, time. Yeah. I was like, two more goals. No, we can't do it. No, uh, yeah, the wait, yeah. And then, um, and then the offside gets called and. Um, no lie, I was like, even if it's not offside, call it ref. Let the check clear. Emilio's got to cut the check. Uh, whatever you got to do. Let's go, baby. Yeah, for real. Um, um, no, yeah, it was a very, very dramatic moment, like I said. But um, I do want to say one more thing before I think we wrap up this segment. I think Bielfa did a, did a good um, I. I like the subs, but I think they should have been made a little bit more sooner. I think um, also Gonzalo was a good sub, but I think he should have come in about the maybe 70, 77, 70, 80th minute. He puts him in at the 86, and I think that was way too late. I think he was risking it way too much. Um, Nico Castillo for Henry Martin. Okay, I like it just to kind of give, I guess, Nico a little bit of reps here. Give you know Henry Martin the little rest that he deserves. That's fine. It really didn't matter to me. I don't really didn't. I don't really think Nico did much, anyways. But I guess just to get him in there. But um, but yeah, I think this is an overall great game from Piojo himself. Even though I do question him a lot, this is one of the ones that he actually got right, and I, you know, I commend him for it. I praise him for this. Um, and you know, that just kind of fills with a little bit of confidence that he will come out with the correct lineup and the correct tactics come this Thursday. Um, when we play Monterrey in Monterrey, so um. So yeah, it was a it was a very dramatic, exciting, heartbreaking, then cheering uh, at the end kind of game. But I guess that's all you can ask for a semifinal, and this must have been great if you were neutral, honestly. Oh yeah, no yeah, definitely, definitely <laughs> a great matchup. Now I know you said uh, you questioned Piojo a lot. I'm I would imagine a lot of question marks uh, surrounded him at the beginning of the match when lineups came out, and you saw Sebastian Cortez on that left back spot. Yes, we all did. We were all just like. What's going on? <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, what is going on? But um, they paid off. Honestly, yeah, it paid off. I don't think he played it that well. I think there were just a few plays where it kind of got a little bit scary. But that's you know it's normal because he doesn't play that position, so he doesn't really know gets the natural movement or the natural pass to make in, in certain situations. But overall, I really do think Cordova coped well with the with the with the situation, the position, um, given. So um, I guess props to Cordova uh, in in a way that you know he stepped up to the play and said, listen. I got you, fam. Don't worry. I'll, I'll take over this this left back side and I'll play like a champ. And you know what? I think he did a he did a great job and it, it really it really showed throughout the match. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. But that was America versus Morelia. America ended up winning two zero, and because of the you know better positioning in the table, they are able to go and advance, and they are into the final against Monterrey which by the way was put on a bit of high, a hiatus because Monterrey was going down to Qatar to go uh, represent CONCACAF in the Club World Cup in in uh, I guess a tournament that's I would imagine decent performance from Monterrey uh, a decent result I would imagine as well as they ended up coming up uh, third place in um, in the tournament uh, almost had Liverpool in the into a uh, extra time situation unfortunately for them it didn't happen uh which is a bit unfortunate for us too because you would like to see a little bit more tired legs from Monterrey side yeah the only problem with that is that after after this match you know pretty much all their star players went home um with the exception of few so they they kind of they kind of got got up and ready but 
it is what it is. Um, I do want to say congratulations um, to Monterrey. I don't know if the the guy from Rayados 90 is watching this, but congratulations to you and your team for your performance at the Club World Cup. Um, I thought I honestly thought you guys were going to have Liverpool just for a little second there. Um, but I guess um, Trent and and Firmino just were just a little bit too much at the end. But um, but it was a great match nonetheless. Um, and congrats on the on the penalty shootout win against uh, that other team who I really can't pronounce. But we'll leave it at that though. So um, <laughs> nonetheless though, <laughs> I think this is going to be a, a great matchup. They're coming in with a lot of confidence. I assume from from both the from all those matches. I think I think even though they lost against Liverpool, I really do think that they. That matchup filled them with a lot of confidence, knowing how they perform and knowing the outcome and knowing the scoreline. Um, this is not going to be an easy match, right? This is not going to be an easy match for us. No, no. Um, but I don't think it's going to be <laughs> as uh, difficult as a lot of people make it out to be, especially after that Liverpool game. A lot of people were saying I think, Monterrey, I think the media Monterrey was going to completely fans wash out America because of the game that they had against, you know, Look, granted, it was one game they put out as much uh, effort as they could have against the European giant. You know, they they held them as long as they could. Props to them, but uh, I don't know. You know, it's it's a could be a one game type of thing situation for them. Mm-hmm. And look, Monterrey's never been an easy team for us. You know, although we did ended up beat, beating them in the regular season of what four to two. Um, four to two. So I mean, you know, it, it it's. It's, but it's a whole different Monterrey yeah, now. Yeah, it's a whole yeah. different coach, whole different system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but it's, it's going to be different. It's going to be obviously difficult, but I don't think uh, Monterrey are, you know, favorites just like that after one game against Liverpool in mm. which Liverpool didn't even – it goes to show you how important this game was to Liverpool, how how offensive they thought this Monterrey team was going to be if they decided to leave uh, some of their starters on the bench. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But, um, no, yeah, 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 I completely agree with you. So, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a fun one. And, with that said, America is going to be facing off against Monterrey this Thursday. A little, uh, a couple of days, a- uh, one day after Christmas, actually. So, uh, yes, that's going to be fun, exciting. I-, I almost forget that the holidays are around because I'm still just waiting for this final to hit. Because Dude, it's- Christmas Eve is tomorrow. Christmas it's- Eve. And it's not... It's it's not hitting me. I don't, it's not hitting me. I know. Uh, to be honest, look, Santa already got my letter. He got it since uh, the beginning of the season. I asked him for a certain number 14th title. Let's see if he can deliver it to me uh, a little bit late. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see. But, yeah, I mean, the holidays are right around the corner. But, yeah, it seems that no one's actually talking about that, at least in the community. No. You know, it's not no. happy holidays, very festive mood around here. It's when is the game going to start? I'm anxious. I want to see my team play. I want to see my team win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's been it's been a long, long wait, and I really just hope this doesn't affect any of the America players mentally. I really do think I really do hope that they're still drilled on on this final. Um, but um, but uh, but as for us fans and us analysts, I guess I guess I guess I can call myself that. Um, but um, we're just anxious to see this team go and go out there and just put on a great performance against this Monterrey side. Um, there's a lot of variables that can go into this match, like the lineup, the tactics that we can use. Um, everything's all up in there, I guess. But um, it's gonna be a good one, though. It's gonna be a great one, and I just can't wait for it to start. Definitely. And talking about starting, it, we, we got some pretty weird kickoff times, by the way. Um, so America is going to be playing against Monterrey in Monterrey on Thursday, like I mentioned, uh, December 26th. That is going to be kickoff time of 6.36 p.m., uh, which is yes. going to be very odd of time of a kickoff. But that's 6.36 p.m. Uh, that's going to be 8.36 Pacific, uh, uh, excuse me, Central Time, and that is going to be 9.36 uh, p.m. Eastern Time. Very odd time for kickoff. Very odd time. Very and odd. also, it will be on Fox, not on Tudene. Yes, yes. So for those of you uh, who are asking and uh, going to be trying to go to like a bar or a pub or anything, make sure that they're going to be playing it on Fox, not on Tudene. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's going to be Thursday. And the follow-up match, which is going to be Sunday at the Estadio Azteca at a sold-out crowd, by the way. Sold out crowd within how already sold out. How many how, how many how many hours did it take for that to sell out? If I'm not mistaken, it was somewhere between two. Was it two? Two hours. I think it was two. Two hours. Two. two hours, and the tickets sold out like that. Un freaking believable. 
I I didn't get mine. I uh, no, I I I I didn't. I was on hold, and it was like two hours and two minutes. And once the time I got in, it was it was done. It was a wrap. Yeah, they said sorry, sold out. Sorry, sold out. Yeah. So we'll uh, next hopefully next time. Yeah, definitely next yeah, time. Yeah, next time. But uh, <laughs> actually, no, I, I I did have ideas of going, um, but as did I. But I will tell you this much. And and my uncle asked me the same question. And yes, um. Actually, yeah, yeah. Yesterday, he asked me uh, if I was uh, if I was gonna go, if I was planning on going, and this is next. Cause he knows we cover the team and everything like that. So he uh, he asked me if I was going, and and I told him no, that I couldn't. Uh, not that I couldn't, no, but no, that I'm not. And then he asked me why, and then I just told him, ah, you know, it was a little late and this and that. But the real reason uh, why I'm not going, and, and one of the re- reasons why I kind of hesitated on going. Uh, was because I, at least from my perspective, from my point of view, I, I, I don't think there's anything more beautiful, uh, more heartwarming, and more rich than to be able to watch, enjoy uh, a final and watch your team win in um, in in and around family. Uh, oh, I, I think I think there's nothing that can compare to that. Even if you're there at the stadium, um, if you're not there with the people that you always watch the game with, the people that you grew up watching the game with, with the people you have that connection with it's not going to be the same um and then no, you know if 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 america and does end up lifting that 14th title i will go up next to my uncle and i'll ask him and i'll tell him you know this is you know while we're all in the moment this is why i didn't leave this is why i stayed uh because you know there's 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 no other place i'd rather be uh when america does lift a trophy than to be around those who you know those those who I love and that's my family and and whenever we get together for big games like that so I have to wait and see. I'm the I'm the same way you know you know me I always watch every single game with my dad I say we try to yeah oh man you know playoff time you know classical time you know we're always there you know nothing beats uh just sitting in that living room couch with the the flat screen TV just putting on making on the speakers and just 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 watching the full ninety minutes um it's gonna be a fun one though <coughs> and I hope for both of us. That we get to live another another one of those moments. Definitely, definitely, and we invite every single one of you guys listening to this right now. That on game day Sunday, you guys share a photo, tweet it out to us, send it to us on Instagram, send it to us on Twitter, whatever it may be. Tweet at us, Instagram us your picture of you with your family, with your loved ones, with whoever it is who you're watching it with, whether it be your dog, whether it be your family, where whoever or whatever you're watching it with. Share it with us. We'd love to post you guys on our social media uh, and showcase what the Aguila English community is looking like for Sunday's matchup. Whether you guys are going to be barbecuing, whether you guys are going to be doing carne asada, whether you guys are going to be on the grill or not, pizza, whatever it may be. It's December 29th. It's December 29th and people will still bust out a grill. <laughs> believe me. I've seen crazy. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> I, don't, I don't doubt it. Honestly, I honestly don't doubt it. Uh, honestly, I know I'm not doing that, but if you are, uh, tweet tweet us because I do want to see that, actually. Yeah, we want to see that process. So uh, tweet at us, Instagram <laughs> us. We'd love to share you guys. We'd love to post you guys. Um, so please, if you guys uh, if you guys would, would like to be part of, you know, the the preview of, of the final on our social media platforms, please uh, at us or send that to us at uh, Resaca America underscore US for Instagram and uh, at Resaca America US for Twitter. So you guys know where to send that information. Like again, we'd love to have you guys on there because at the end of the day, you guys are the reason why we have this platform. So I might as well give you guys the chance to be on said platform. But Christian, we've delayed this enough. It's time to talk Monterrey versus America, America versus Monterrey. First leg is going to be at Monterrey Stadium. It hasn't been the best of places for us in recent years. It hasn't been the friendliest of places for us. But is it fair to say that I'm a little bit more confident in us actually getting a result in this match than in the prior two games that we've had? I think no, I don't think I don't think it's a little bit out there. Um what I will say though is that I do I do hold Monterrey I think as a better team than Tigres and Morelia, so I can see a little. Uh, I can't see it being a bit more difficult, but also, I think Piojo has it drilled into their heads that listen, whatever happened in the first leg against Tigres and the first leg against Morelia cannot happen because this will make this will make life very difficult for us. Even even though it's at our stadium at a packed house, this is 
you guys can't lose. Yeah. You guys cannot <laughs> lose on Thursday. Whatever you do, do not lose on Thursday. Look, and I honestly do think, and I have the full count that the players understand that. And, you know, whatever happens on Thursday, I don't think it's going to be us having to climb a mountain on Sunday. Oh, I hope not because, look, I'm tired of <laughs> – look, it's great Dude, to I'm be – I can't do it no more. Yeah, Listen, it's, the first leg, okay, I'll let it pass. The second leg, you're pushing it. The third leg, you know what? I think I'm a Veracruz fan after this. <laughs> Even though they don't exist anymore, but I'm still going to be a Veracruz fan. It's, it's, it's crazy because it's just like, uh, you know, it's like you did it one time, okay, second time, oh, my gosh. If you do it a third time, it, it's, you're, you're just asking. You're just asking for yourself to lose <laughs> at this point because exactly. it's, it's not yeah. that easy. It's not that easy. Yeah, to do no, it three it's times crazy. in a row, it's not that easy. Get the job done right. You know, do your homework. Get the job done in one leg. Finish it off strong in the second leg. Lift that title. Simple as that. Nothing has to be a little bit out of the ordinary. Just do as you need to do. You know? And and as one of the reasons why I'm a little bit more confident is because America has gone through these scenarios twice. Twice already. So you would imagine if you didn't learn the second the first time, then you better have learned the second time. Because if you do it again the third time chances are you're not going to succeed in that sense but exactly. america mm-hmm. should have that drill like you said in their minds in their heads that you can't do this and you got to get a result two uh like you mentioned this monterrey side seems to be way way better than morelia and on paper maybe even better than tigres so mm-hmm. i would imagine that Bill is going to be more organized with his decision making the players are going to understand that they're going up against a better roster than they have in the previous two games because obviously in the final you're going up against in theory, the best team besides you, right? So you know you have to be yes. on your A game, both legs, 180 mm-hmm. minutes, A game throughout the whole match. So I would imagine that since America has these two things kind of in their heads, kind of ingrained in them, they understand and they know, okay, we have to get the result. And what is the result? Well, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But America needs to go into Monterrey, play a good game, walk out with something, and then take it home to the Azteca. And win. Mm-hmm. Right? Simple as that. 100%. Now, simple. Simple, but yet somehow America finds Doing a way it, to not so it. simple, yeah. but. Uh, America finds a way to complicate like, themselves every single time. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. I And I hope they don't because, you know, I can't take this anymore. But given given the. Given just every, everyone speaking leading up to this matchup, talking about the players, Bioho, et cetera, I really do think that they're, they're focused and they're determined to give the fans a good showing on Thursday as well on Sunday. Um, I do think that the players are ready to to face this challenge. They know who Monterrey is. They respect Monterrey, um, and I think that just just tells me that you know they they have something up their sleeve. They 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 know what they need to do to get that result you're talking about on Thursday and to finish it off on Sunday. Um, you know we can just sit here and talk about how we feel like they they can do it, but will they do it is the real question. That is the real, real question. So, Christian, give me your predicted lineup for Thursday's matchup, which is just 72 hours away. Yes, yes, sir. Um, this was, um, I guess, not as complicated. But um, the only thing that I did have a little bit problem with choosing was that left side, uh, left wing side. Um, but I'll go with Ochoa Enet, um, Paul Aguilar, Bruno Valdez, Emanuel Aguilera, and Jorge Sanchez. Uh, Guido Rodriguez and um, uh, Richard Sanchez in the center mid. One wing, I'll have Renato Ibarra. And on the other wing, this is where it got a little bit complicated because you have a lot of options on that wing. You have, you have Cordova, you can put Cordova, you can put Ibarra, you can put Giovanni, Roger. So, you know, out of all of that, I really do think Ibarguin is our best bet to go with this matchup, so I'll put Ibarguin there. And up top, you can't take away these two, uh, Henry Martin and Federico Vinas. Nice. That's actually a very, very solid lineup because then you think about the bench and you have Gio. Uh, you have and you Cordova, have Gio. You have, you have, you have Castillo. Castillo. You have Roger, you have, Roger Martinez. You have all this great potential to come in. You have Benedetti as well. Um, so eh. you have options, right? You have options off the bench. And, options, and, yes. and granted, maybe his name's not as big, but also as well, someone to come in and hold the midfield in when, uh, when Richards has some tired legs or whenever you have to make kind of an adjustment, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, hundred percent. So I do think we have the squad to do it. Um, you know, it might not be, I guess the prettiest names out there, but it's a, it's a talented squad. 
that you know that has shown time and time again throughout this league. Yeah, that you know when they're on their game, they're on their game. Um, and when they when we need a big moment, you know these players respond and give us a big moment. Um, I think they're ready. I think this this team is is as drilled as they can be, as prepared as they can be. And honestly, I'll just say it right now. And if we don't win, and you know, I just don't think that we were we were able to compete with them. I think they were just a better team, uh, because this team does seem you know good as a unit on the on on the field. So it was just that they were outplayed. But let's not hope for that though. Let's hope for a win. And you know, I think these players can get it done. No, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, it's like you said, it's not gonna be an easy matchup, but. How much is it going to play against us that Monterrey is a little bit more fresher in regards to game time than us? Um, I don't think it should play that much of a favor, but, you know, don't expect us to, well, I should say this, be su- be a little bit surprised if you see us constantly in their, in their, um, in their zone, in their area, you know, pressing and attacking and shooting, because I do think they're going to be a little bit more refined in that sense. I think they're going to be the ones to take control of the early stages of the match just because they have been playing and they're already, you know what, we're kicking off again. Let's just do what we normally do, just play the ball, you know, feel them out. So um, I don't think you should play that much of a favor, uh, that much of a, uh, of a favor into them. Um, but um, but don't be surprised if you see them, you know, just take a little bit of initiative going forward. So now with that understanding of the Monterrey maybe, maybe on the, you know, a better rhythm than America. Because let's face it, America's in this situation twice in this Liguilla. Alright? We're in this situation twice. When we played against Tigres in the quarters, we had a week off. Practically almost two. Off. Because of the whole yes. international break. Now we're in the same situation. Two and a half, situa- actually. Yeah. Now we're in the same situation again. Right? Mm-hmm. So, do you think, okay, America hopefully learns from every single mistake, every single lesson that they've had to endure within this Ligia, having two weeks off, having um, having to come back, having to learn how to manage a game and, and, and play it right, not having to come back and actually get the game plan set and done in the right stages. You know, hopefully all of this yeah. accumulates to this Thursday's game as a very show, very well showcasing of what this game team and what this game can be for them now you mentioned that you mentioned that Monterrey is going to be on the aggressive side Monterrey is going to take the game to us why because they're Monterrey because they're at home and like you said they feel like they carry the momentum especially after that Liverpool game the media is hyping them up there's they are hyping themselves up they're saying they're going to take this game to us that in themselves can be their own downfall right it can it can you know if they're too much on cloud nine we swoop right under them and we get a result. We get the win. We we, we, we take something to this Azteca that we can hold on to and we can grow from there. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yeah. if you're going to be... If, if America knows that they're going to take the game to them, you have to understand that your biggest attack is having good defense. If you can shut yourself out, if you can close off spaces, and if you can close off Monterrey, which, by the way, are a fast team, they're very impulsive, they're very good, they're very technical, and they're not afraid to shoot. So, what's the best way to cut off their options? Zone marking, I would imagine. Don't don't mark so much a player. Mark the space. Close the space. Close the gaps. Guido and Richard gonna have a very important Oof. job. Very important job to drop back, hold off that midfield, and then find a way to relieve the pressure and push off. Vinas, such an important player in this game, not because of what he offers offensively, but what he offers physically on that pitch. He's a very yes, tall guy. Mm-hmm. He's a very physical kid. So use that to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Give the ball to him. Let him hold the ball. Let him play off of everyone else. You know, Henry could do the yeah. same thing, but I would imagine Henry needs a little bit. Uh, Henry, I would imagine a little bit faster than Vinas. So I would, I would have liked, yeah, to, I'd like to see Henry get behind some of those defenders. Try to get opportunities in front of goal, uh, especially on the counter attack, which I know we're gonna get plenty of them if Monterrey comes out to play the game that they're all expected to come out to play. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, uh, like 100%. we said, wingers very important uh, as to what they do oh, to relieve yeah. the pressure and to fall back. Um, and yeah, it's just what can we, you know, can this team work as a as a unit for not just this ninety minutes, but for the remaining ninety minutes that were to come in this Azteca. Mm-hmm. So, right, you know, with all of that said, with everything in mind, 
What is your prediction for Thursday's match? Um, you know, we need a result. Um, I think it's very crucial for us to get the result uh, going into the stick on Sunday. It's hard, man. It's it's really hard because, you know, Monterrey have such great offensive power. You know, they have a player who kind of is becoming that, that Bocelli. You know, Funes Mori just always seems to score on us for some reason. Um, and right now he has a fire lit under him. He he had a he had a good performance at the Club World Cup, so he's on cloud nine. So he's feeling like he could do whatever the that you know whatever he, whatever just comes to him just touches the gold, I guess. Um, so like, uh, I think I'm gonna go two one. Two one America. Two one America. Wow, that's that's really optimistic. <laughs> I'm going. That is optimistic. I'm going with a one one. I think that's still a, a result for America. I think you get that. Uh, I mean, there's no away goals in this situation. So no, no, it's not away goals. Doesn't really matter. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't say my predictions in the away goal. I just do think that some some they're gonna slip up somewhere. I I do think that you made a great point on them being on cloud nine and the media hyping them up, but um, I really do think they're gonna slip somewhere. Um, and I just think we're going to capitalize. I think that we have the right players to, to do it, to capitalize, especially if Ibarguen can can kind of give uh, Stefan Medina a run for his money, and if uh, Renato can give uh, Van, Van Gioni a run for his money. Um, I really don't think we can do it. So, 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. Two, one. I'm going 1-1 one, one for America. I think they can get themselves a goal, and uh, Monterrey maybe put one past us. Uh, I mean, obviously, a clean sheet for America would be ideal. Uh, it, but that's tough. That's really tough, especially in, in away territory. We've noticed that America has not yeah. been been able to do so. But um, you know, one one, I think would 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 be you know quite frank and quite frankly a, a pretty good result for America coming out of Monterrey Stadium. Leading off to the Estadio Azteca in a game in which America is going to have to take the game to Monterrey. America is going to have to control the game. America is going to have to play their their type of football in their home stadium. Don't let Monterrey run the show at the at, at your own home grounds. Maneuver yourself to capitalize on open spaces that if you do end up coming away with a win, you'll be able to you know capitalize because of you know their constant pressure towards you you can relieve it off the counter attack if not you know make deep runs uh, hold the ball move it around get a feel for it it's your home stadium it's your own crowd play your game play to your tactics and i i think piojo can get the job done and can get it right uh in both stadiums so i i, I it will be interesting to see what happens in the Azteca as well but Nonetheless, it's going to be a packed house. It's going to be a great atmosphere. It's going to be something that we haven't seen in quite some time. Uh, well, not really because we saw it a year ago. But um, it, <laughs> it's uh, it, it's going to be. But granted, it wasn't it wasn't our home fans. Though. Yeah, granted. Yeah, granted, it, it was more Cruz Azul fans. But that's only because they were the the regulated home team. That's the only reason why. So they were given first priority. But nonetheless, though, we're going to have a great atmosphere. Going to have a great atmosphere. Um, and, and, you know, I will say this though, just to cut you, sorry to cut you off, but I will say this though, you know, Monterrey throughout this league hasn't shown to be that Monterrey powerhouse went away. If we do remember correctly, they tied 1-1 at Santos after beating Santos 5-2. Um, granted, I guess the scoreline, they have something to do with it. I guess they weren't as, you know, as aggressive because of the scoreline. But we look back at the Necaxa game where they only beat them 2-1 in the first like at their home. But then only proceeded to beat them one nil at their home, and that was a late last, late goal too as well. Exactly. So, you know, and Monterrey, that was a little bit more pressured Monterrey because you know Nikaxa scored one. Then okay, you know now now we gotta get going. So, you know, not to hype anybody and not give anyone false hope, but I think Monterrey are definitely a much better home team than away team, and that should play a lot into our favor, especially knowing that the atmosphere that we're gonna bring to them. Um, on Sunday, so you know everything. I think I really do think this series is gonna be heavily on on the first leg, and I think that's why we're emphasizing the first leg so much because you know it's been kind of almost our kryptonite this this um this this Ligia. and if we allow that to happen again, then you know our chances are are, are looking good to to make another comeback. But um, but yeah, that first leg I. Kind of means a lot. It does. It does. And talk about second leg. Give me your prediction for the second leg. 
well, I just said Montenegro really isn't that good of a, a away team, but you know, I I still don't think that they're gonna win again. So I think I'm gonna go another two one. Another two one. I was actually gonna go two one for the Estadio mm-hmm. Seca game as well. Yeah, yeah. So should be a fun match though. Should be a should fun, fun matchup. Fun matchup. <sighs> Um, I, I don't know about you, but the nerves just got to me right now. <laughs> yeah, a little bit chills here and there, but I just don't tend to get this way because I, I get hyped. And then, you know, the last time I, I got this hype was against Leon, and we all know how that ended. Um, <laughs> so I just thought I just stopped getting these pregame, pre-week chills. You know, I just, you know, when, when you know, when it's the, the, the 89th minute and we're up a goal, that's when the nerves hit me. And like, yo, ref, end this now, please. I can't take this no more. Like, everything just comes to me. All in one bang, and um, and that's when the nerves happened. But <sighs> I just can't wait, man. This Thursday, this Thursday, nine thirty-six kickoff time, which is pretty weird. But um, weird. we're gonna go with it though. Yeah. Um, and let's break this this uh this curse of the sixth place. Sixth place versus eighth place, by the way. Uh, should be interesting. So yeah. that game is going to be Sunday six. 15 kickoff another kind of weird time for a final yeah um, weird time. 6 weird 15 time. kickoff here in pacific time 8 15 over there in central 9 15 for you over there christian uh should be interesting sunday night should be a real real clash of titans and um i mean if you're Bioho, what do you tell these guys i mean you know in in, in whatever the situation may be whatever the, the the scenario might be coming off of Thursday going into Sunday i think the message has to be clear and the message has to be given at least prior to Thursday as well i think you sit down with these boys and you you, you got to get the message clear don't you don't you think christian you you, you got to get oh, it across right i i think he's been giving out little messages here and there since you know they 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 all got back together after after the their mini break um, I really do think Pio has, you know, something something planned for these guys. He's just getting them hyped up and, you know, hyped but, you know, calm. Hyped but relaxed. Hyped uh, relaxed. knowing Yeah, but knowing knowing that, you know, there, there there's a task to be um to, to, to be completed that, you know, they they they've accomplished something, but they have accomplished nothing. And in order to do that, they're gonna have to be hundred percent, hundred and one percent focused. Throughout the two matches on Thursday and Sunday, um, you know whatever doubts I have about Bioho, he he is a very good manager when it comes to these kind of matches. Um, and I don't know, I just have this feeling that he's just he just has something crazy up his sleeve that he's gonna show us on Thursday I and Sunday. So. I hope so. But the message has to be clear, um, and and the message has to be upfront. And and I think these players need to know and they need to understand that uh, you have everything in your power you have everything uh that comes with being an america player so now you have the opportunity to inscribe your name into america history you can walk into the pitch as a hero but you can leave out of it as a legend you have the opportunity to come into the stadium come into the azteca make yourself ingrain yourself into this america history into this america culture and possibly potentially walk out as the best team of the decade can you imagine yourself you've you've built up everything up to this you've you've dedicated hours and hours and hours to making yourself the player who you are and then you can instill all of that with a final recap and lift a trophy i think there's nothing Nothing better to be said, to be to be pushed, to be drawn by these players than to go out there, showcase it, play for the fans, play for yourself, play for the team, showcase it, show that you want it more than anyone else on that pitch. And you will grace yourself with glory by the fans, by the media, by whoever it may be. You have the opportunity to walk into that stadium and leave out leave as a legend as one of the best teams to know that you've helped ingrain into the Liga MX history Club America the team of the decade there's nothing else nothing better nothing better so now you go out there and you win the 14th that's all we asked for that's all all I asked for at least <laughs> and let's see, let's hope so. But let us know your predictions. Tweet us, uh, tweet us, or on Instagram. Just let us know what is you guys' prediction. We are excited 
to be able to bring you guys yet another final. Christian, it's our third final we get to cover in regards to America. If we don't count the uh, Campeón de Campeones, that would be uh, four. And if we don't count the uh, <laughs> Atlanta United game uh, for the oh, League's yeah. Cup, that's not, that, that's not about that, that. would have been uh, <laughs> that would have been five. So uh, we, we, five, we, but... we've been we've been graciously graciously been uh, given these great opportunities to be able to give to the community uh, some great coverage, and and we hope that you guys uh, have liked it up to this point. Uh, we have many of new ideas on how to bring you guys even better coverage, better content for the upcoming year. Um, Really, thank you. And uh, I, I know we mentioned that uh, we're not really on, on holiday mood because of this whole final. Uh, we do want to take a time out and say from uh, from me, from Christian, from Dylan, from everybody in uh, the Eagle Eye podcast family, uh, we'd like to extend our wishes, our ha- happy holidays, Merry Christmas to every single one of you guys listening and to your families. Uh, thank you for giving us the opportunity to be, a, uh, you know, be be your guys' uh, host in all things La Sagrada de la America. Thank you for following us over on Twitter. Thank you for following us through this journey that was, uh, you know, the EY podcast with Resaca America and everything that's come of it this year. Um, you know, we will have a big 100th episode regardless of what happens, uh, whether we're crying tears of joy, and hopefully that's all the case, but we, we do want to give you guys a big, big thank you coming up in the next episode 100 episodes made because of you guys is 100 episodes that we have dedicated ourselves because of every single thing that we're able to do you guys are being able to receive it with great great uh love and, and, and courage towards us so thank you so much for everything I, like we mentioned happy holidays merry christmas to every single one of you guys hope you guys are excited for the final we will be uh covering every single detail of it from thursday to sunday and from here on now from when you're listening to this podcast until the final whistle blows you guys can count on us to be doing our job and to be doing everything to bring you guys all things Las Aguilas de la America in English for our community. Christian, anything else you want to say in regards to this final? In regards to this final, I hope I don't lose another 10 years of my life. Um, <laughs> besides that, though, um, I really hope everyone here enjoys the final. I know I will. Um, like I even said, I just wanted to just stop by for a minute and say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to every single one of you guys. I hope you guys spend it well with whoever you spend it with, whether it be your friends, family, whoever it is. I hope you guys have a great and wonderful time. And I hope you guys uh, are crying tears of joy come Sunday because it's I have I have a really strong feeling that's going to be a very, very happy and very sentimental moment uh, for us lifting the 14th and being the team of the decade. So, arriba las águilas. There you go. Arriba las águilas. America versus Monterrey. It's the final, ladies and gentlemen. It's coming to uh, it, it's coming to fruition right here. It's coming soon, and uh, we can't wait. We're excited. We're, we're we're ready to go. And so, thank you to every single one of you guys who tuned in, who's been listening to us from the beginning, and who's gonna be with us every minute of the way for this final. We owe you guys a debt of gratitude. Um, before we end the podcast, this is the the segment where we start Christmas caroling. Uh, so you guys maybe want to fast forward this part. Um, <laughs> no, um, I, I want to take a minute out and uh, say happy birthday. Congratulations to Christian right here. Uh, we wasn't able to do this uh, last week before his birthday. So might as well live better late now than never. Uh, Christian, I hope you enjoyed your birthday. I saw that you had a wonderful time uh, with your friends and your family. Uh, I just want to say thank you for uh, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for uh, being committed as you are to the podcast. Uh, thank you for being the the young man that you are for for the work ethics that you bring to the table for everything the resilience the you know the the commitment. Uh, really, uh, you're one of a kind, my man. And then uh, I'm proud to call you a brother. And, and I'm I'm really really happy and excited to to have you on the sh- on the show on the team and uh really if dylan was here he can attest to this i, I don't think we, we could have found anyone better to to, to join us than, than you man so happy birthday 21 and uh dude you're you're one of the youngest guys doing this and believe me you're one of the you're one of the best already so keep going keep thriving and uh you'll you'll go further than any of us can could ever imagine so congratulations christian i, I hope everybody here uh from the Aguilas english community extends a happy birthday to you as well but uh hopefully america can bring home that 14th title and give you a little bit of an extra gift yeah man thank you it means a lot coming from you and i know dylan would would say the same thing so thank you dylan as well <laughs> um 
yeah, man, just just being here, just growing with you guys. It's learning from you guys. It's it's been a journey. It's been it's been a blessing. Um, it's honestly changed my life for the for the better. And uh, I'm just very happy to have uh, guys like you in my life forever. Um, and I really do hope my birthday wish come true. And that, that is America lifting the 14th. So thank you again. It means a lot. Thank you to everyone who wished me happy birthday because there were some of you who did. And I saw you guys. Uh, thank you guys so much. It really means a lot to me. Uh, just building a little a little platform here is it's, it's crazy to me. Uh, and I hope just our big family just keeps getting uh, bigger and bigger for, for years to come. So let's get this championship on Sunday, boys. Let's get it. We'll see you guys next week on Monday. As well as the 31st will also be a, a day of celebration. But we'll be back Monday, yeah. <laughs> a week from now, and to talk all things the Sagres de la America. And it will be our 100th episode. So you don't want to miss any second of this. And if you're listening to this on iTunes, uh, iTunes, Spotify, and or SoundCloud, make sure you guys tune in the week of because uh, you guys don't want to miss this. We're going to be hopefully uh, doing plenty and plenty of big things for you guys and hopefully commemorating you guys for the great love and support that you guys have showed us. And uh, we'll be talking all things Sagres de la America and the final, and hopefully a number 14 will be in discussion. All righty then. Without further ado, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. Have yourselves a wonderful night. Make sure to join us on Sunday over on Twitter and Instagram as we'll be bringing you guys the utmost best coverage in English language coverage in regards to all things Sagres de la America. Christian, as always, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for coming on to the show. Favorite time of the week. You know this, my boy. All right, favorite time of the week. Dylan's uh, presence and spirit, thank you for being here. I know that uh, the Cowboy Dan isn't able to make it today, but he is here with us in spirit, and we know that he would probably have said something in regards to the game by now. So thank you guys for everything. We wish you guys a merry, merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We'll see you guys a week from now. And uh, as always, take care. Until next time. And, uh, oh, yeah. Arriba America. <laughs>